0: Hi guys, uh, Russell here. Uh, so just an update on, again, in line with sort of portfolio construction and other issues I've been thinking about, is whether the short TLT uh, idea is done uh, and whether, you know, what we've started to see recent in recent days is yield curve inversion has ended in the U.S. Treasury market. So should we take this uh, sort of bearish trade on TLT off? And I'm going to talk about it today. Uh, in my view, just to sort of answer the question at the beginning, I don't think so, and, but I'll talk about that in more detail. So, you know, as uh, you know, long-time followers would, would know, I think the idea of being long GLD uh, and short TLT makes a lot of sense to me. If you don't know what GLD is, that's the gold ETF, and TLT is a long-dated treasury ETF. Uh, and I've been recommending those as a pair. The idea is that if you get the... Fed coming out as being particularly dovish or doing something dumb like yield curve control, then gold would spike, and so that would act as your hedge. And that's been doing that recently. Recently, we have a really good move in that trade uh, for exactly the reasons i said. So I've been very, very happy with how that trade is, has worked out, that idea has worked out. The issue, uh, though, is within that idea, TLT has been by far the biggest winner of that of that uh, whole uh, idea and so what we've seen is tlt fall from like 160 down to sort of nearly 80 today so it's fallen and mm-hmm. a half uh you know and typically and this would be both a young trader and a retail mentality is oh it's fallen so long and it's so hard to make money in in shorts i should take the trade off and maybe they're right um but sometimes and especially if you've been doing short selling for as long as i have uh you know, whenever you're taking a winner off on the short side, very rarely works. Uh, losers tend to keep losing as a general rule. And so I'd be hesitant before sort of pulling the pin on on covering a TLT uh, position, if you were, or, you know, covering that idea, if that makes sense. Uh, and so when I go and look at TLT, what we can see, so on Bloomberg, you can type in TLTSO, which gives you the shares outstanding. What you can see is over the last year and a bit, it's quadrupled. So investors have been buying buying the dip and keep buying the dip on this all the way down. Uh, I Personally, if you're on the other side of that, you want to see that. You want to be people buying all the way down. It means their mentality is that I can't lose money on this. This is a buying opportunity. So they keep buying more and more. Uh, I'm sure you must have seen it. You see it everywhere. Sometimes people just get this idea that everything's a buying opportunity, and it piles in. Now, very rarely, when everyone thinks that, that is true. Now, some people have wondered whether the increase in TLT has coincide in shares outstanding for TLT has coincided with a massive increase in short interest. So I show that here uh, again. This is taken off Bloomberg is the middle chart is showing the shares of the short interest in TLT. And what you can see is it, there hasn't been a spike, particularly it's stayed very solemnly within the range. And given the increase in uh, shares outstanding and the increase in number of shares being traded via TLT, short interest as a percentage of those has fallen. So people are less short TLT than they've been for, for a while, uh, even as the shares outstanding have gone up. So, you know, from those sort of two structural issues, you know, I would be, I would need a good reason to say, you know what, the TLT side of that trade idea is, is done. Now, one of the reasons what that made that uh, attractive, and it's the opposite thinking to most of the sort of macro guys you see on Substack and Twitter and any sort of podcast, the sort of credit contraction is deflationary by bonds guys uh, and girls you see out there who have been recommending TLT and have caused huge losses to people who have followed that advice, is they're looking at the uh, yield curve. So if we take the 230 yield curve in the States, it inverted in uh, uh, 2022, and that has historically been taken, and when you backtest it, as a good time to buy long-day bonds. So the classic thing is when the yield curve inverts, the Fed is over-tightened, it uh, means we're going to have credit contraction, we're going to have deflation. Now, my argument in a pro-labor world is that you're going to, your wage growth generates growth. And actually, you need credit contraction to keep inflation under under check. And so unless you see a change in policy towards wages and labor, you, your conversion is not the signal that it used to be. In fact, it's a good signal to short the long day bonds. Why? Because you're actually getting paid to do it. So the capital you get from selling the long day bond, you can stick in the cash market or money market, and you're generating a higher income than you're paying away. Um, and you know that is what we've seen. So this yield conversion has not turned because short-end bonds have fallen in yield. It's because the long end is sold off to our benefit if you've had this sort of uh, trade idea. Um, now here's the real problem uh, for people looking at the Treasury curve or the uh, for uh, uh, some enlightenment on TLT, is that TLT is not a thirty-year treasury. The TLT is an ETF that's designed to remain long-dated, a long-dated treasury forever. So, if you bought the TLT today, in thirty-year time, you will still have TLT. You will not be paid out. They're constantly revolving the bonds in there. So, as the bond goes from being thirty to twenty, they then sell it at the twenty years. Maturity left and buy another 30 year bond. So you have no natural pull to par in a treasury bear market. TLT is almost perfectly designed to, uh, for treasury bear markets to destroy capital. Okay. Um, so I think a better way of rather than looking at the yield curve to look at and then going on to TLT, you should look at TLT specifically. And what I look at TLT is this dividend yield. So these are the coupons that's receiving from the underlying bonds, which then pays out to an investor. And we can get a dividend yield for that. Uh, So TLT, as of today, uh, gross dividend yield over 12 months is paying slightly less than 4%, which compares to the Fed fund rate of 5.4. So you can see that chart there. You know, and if you look at the history of TLT, you know, most of the time it has been above the Fed fund rate. It isn't this time, it's below it. And I think it needs to go above it at least, or at least to the same level. that is my view. Now, you know, of course, if we're heading into a credit contraction, bear market recession, like everyone on Substack and Twitter is telling me, I'm totally wrong. But I suspect and I know that the JGB bond market has been a much better predictor of bond market than anyone on Twitter, anyone on Substack or any podcast out there. And when I look at the JGB 30-year market, it's saying... Bear market on uh, Treasury bear, JGB bear market continues, uh, and as they are the biggest buyers of Treasuries uh, historically speaking, if the JGB market is laying off, I think TLT has got ways to go. And, and you know, let's say we just stay at current levels, the Fed doesn't raise rates anymore. You know, you could still get another 20 percent, even be, maybe a bit more, thirty forty percent out of the TLT on the short side. All right, I hope that makes sense. Uh, I think if we saw, uh, you know, uh, less ownership of TLT, so shares outstanding fell, or a bigger increase in short interest, there may be a tactical reason to uh, think about getting rid of the TLT trade, but I don't see any of those now. All right, I hope that made sense. Stay safe and we'll talk again soon. Ciao.